The Bear Down Report Podcast, featuring Jack Wright, Patrick Sheldon, Brendan Shagru, and your host, Ryan Dangle. Bear Down Report. All right, folks. Welcome to another edition of the Bear Down Report Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dangle. You can find me on Twitter at BDR Dangle. That's D-E-N-G-E-L. I've got Jack Wright next to me. Jack Wright, you can find him on Twitter at J Wright. BDR, that's J-W-R-I-G-H-T. Patrick Sheldon, he's here as well. You can read him on Fansided or you can get him on this podcast. Follow him on Twitter at P underscore Shells. And last but not least, we've got Brendan Chagru. You can read him on Bears Wire. You can read him on Midway Minute. You can find him on Twitter at Brendan Chagru. That's S-U-G-R-U-E. And we are here, boys, to talk about the last game of the season. I don't know about you guys, but uh, this one was frustrating, and I knew that they were out of it, but still frustrated nonetheless. Thoughts, boys? I'm just glad it's over. It's Same. done. You, it's time, right? Do you want me, you want me to do my uh, dry heave, Ryan? It's one of your personal favorites. You're so good That's... at it, Jack. Let's hear it. All right. <laughs> that was the game. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> Not like I'm actually dry heaving. Let's just spend the next 20 minutes just dry heaving about this game, this season. <laughs> oh, oh. We're going to repulse a lot of people. And we've lost all of our listeners completely off the rails. We haven't even started yet, Sorry. and we're already off the rails. But you know what? It's the last game of the season, so we can do it, folks. Sheridan's Barbershop, located in historic downtown Wheaton, Illinois, has been serving the community for 67 years. With five barbers and open six days a week, Monday through Saturday, we have appointments available to book online or by phone at your convenience. You can go to Sheridan'sBarbershop.com or call 630-668-0137 and book your appointment today. Sheridan's Barbershop, we're traditional, meets modern all right boys uh we had two vikings fans lined up for this podcast and both of them dropped out uh within the last hour so we're kind of bummed about this especially because so it was brian highfield and kevin alevsky which if for some reason you wanted to go back to episode one please don't it's it's terrible it's it's cringeworthy but if you wanted to, uh, Brian and Kevin were part of episode one. It was a, a preview of the Vikings game, and those guys are really, really entertaining, uh, but both had things come up. Actually, Brian was at the game. He did want me to relay this, that uh, the energy of the Vikings fans was just non-existent, but he said he sat next to a family of Bears fans. He said that they were the classiest, nicest group, and he was being very sincere about it. They had a three-year-old who was at the very first uh, Bears game ever and just had an absolute blast last uh doing that so he said uh class classy 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 bears fan which is way better than my friend grant who got peed on when he went uh to a vikings game i'm not making that up tells the story he's standing in line guy behind him goes hey man you a bears fan looks over his shoulder he goes yeah dude that's where i'm wearing a bears jersey guy just starts peeing on him so uh, he said two other Vikings fans busted in to help him out in that situation. But but still, uh, <laughs> we're wow. again, totally, completely off the rails. Uh, so, Brendan, I mean, I guess we got to break it down because there was a game and we've been doing this all season long and you always have the best part. So I think you're going to make it entertaining. 
I'll do my best. I mean, we got to finish strong here. So let's let's give it a go. The Chicago Bears traveled up north to face the Minnesota Vikings, which I've officially dubbed the ZipRecruiter Job Search Bowl. The land of 10,000 lakes became the land of 10,000 passing attempts as Andy, the Red Rifle Dalton, wouldn't stop firing. He had the Bears in control early, though, along with Darnell Mooney, because he was shaking his Mooney maker after eclipsing 1,000 yards on the season as the Bears led 14-3 at halftime. But Minnesota wasn't about to have a Viking funeral. Instead, they set the field on fire with dynamic plays. First, Marquis was a good Christian by dropping to his knees and praying in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Emir Smith-Marset. Amen. Then, Eddie Jackson's controller died in the middle of game, like the Madden game, allowing Mr. Justin Jefferson to move it on up for a touchdown. Things then spiraled out of control when Patrick Drew Peterson was untouchable all the way to the end zone to seal the deal for the Vikings. The Bears won't be celebrating on the love boat in Lake Minnetonka today. They lost 17-31. How many people do you think will get that last reference? Because that was pretty epic. Yeah. Not the younger fans. You got to be of a certain age, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, you have to know who Dante Culpepper was and Fred Smoot. <laughs> yeah. No one, no one can see us, but all every time, every time you say Dante Culpepper, I just think about that stupid arm roll dance <laughs> that he would do. And then, didn't he play a season for the Detroit Lions? He did. Did he really? I don't remember that. I, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I hate the Vikings, but I loved Dante Culpepper. Like before he got hurt, I thought he was a monster. I lo- I loved watching him play. All right, boys. Before we get to the outhouse and the penthouse, we got to talk a little bit about our bear down story contest because the entries have been freaking awesome. Um, I know you guys go probably throw in your two cents, but I've just been really impressed. Some of them have been funny. Some of them have been just like good connections to the team. And I've been like really impressed too with like we've had some uh, listeners that are Bears fans that aren't in the United States that have shared some stories and just like their connections to the team, like what time you have to wake up to watch games and stuff. It's been really cool. Thought it was cool how someone like Walter Payton makes fans out of people, you know, watching him play the, just trying to imagine the amount of people that became fans because of Walter Payton alone and the stories that some of our listeners told were just awesome. I think this has really done exactly what I was hoping to see or hear, I guess, in this case, where you do get a variety of stories. Like Ryan, you said, we have some funny ones. We have some really serious and meaningful ones. And I think that's just the coolest thing about being a fan, not only of any team, but the Chicago Bears, a team with such rich history where some people, like Jack said, you're growing up Walter Payton with Walter Payton. Other people maybe growing up with Matt Forte, like the different eras and kind of realizing when you became a fan or what really stands out to you. It's really awesome to see. So please, everybody's got a story. So we want to hear it, like definitely submit them and we'll, we'll be sure to play them. And we're just excited to hear them all. Yeah. The thing that was cool about it is there was a part in every story that I found relatable and I'm a little bit of an older bears fan, but there was a part of every story where I was like, oh, yeah, I, I could I could really relate to that. And I think it's just part of the shared connection we have as Bears fans. Well, Shells, to that point, it's been a really difficult season. It's not been fun to be a Bears fan this season. But these stories are kind of reminding me. It's like, oh, yeah, like that's that's why we're doing this. That's why we're hosting this podcast. And that's why, you know, we are still Bears fans through all of this. So, folks, if you're listening and you're 
thinking about submitting a story, do it. You have until January 16th. We, we want to get those those entries in. We want to put those out in that episode. Uh, we had a couple people that just wrote a story on Twitter. Uh, that's, that's not it. We're looking for an audio file. Uh, so please make sure you do that. You can share those to ryan.dengel at beardownreport.com. That's D-E-N-G-E-L, ryan.dengel at beardownreport.com. Uh, please share your stories. We really, really want to hear them. All right, boys, this is, I, you know what? The game was awful. The game was terrible. It's, it just was a perfect, you know, finish to the season, but I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bummed right now. This is our last outhouse and penthouse for the entire season. We won't be doing this again until next year. And so it is time for the outhouse and the penthouse. Guys, I don't know if you're aware, but. It really seems to be Matt Nagy's final game as a bear, as bears head coach. Did you know that? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Well, look, this goes out to Matt Nagy. If you're listening, you may need somebody to sell your house, bro, because you are not going to be here for much longer. And Hey, it's a great market out there for sellers. All right. So if, if you want to sell your house, you got to go to our guy, Jeff Cadwalder. If you're thinking about buying or selling, as in Matt Nagy's case, selling a home this next year, visit GenevaJeff.com today to learn more about how Jeff Cadwalder with At Properties can help you. Jeff knows that you need experience when it matters most, something Matt Nagy didn't have. So visit GenevaJeff.com today or call or text Jeff directly at 630-254-4734. You know, instead of just a total roast of Matt Nagy, I'll just say he ended his last press conference with with class and dignity. It does, you know, just because he's a a terrible, 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 terrible football coach doesn't mean, you know, I don't feel a little bit of sadness for the guy who is about to be unemployed and his family is going to be relocated. But please, please exit the city of Chicago as soon as is humanly possible. Well, hold on, guys, because I learned today on Twitter that there are arguments to be made to give him one more season. Is is Hub drinking a lot of alcohol? Like, I don't understand what is going on. Hub's had a rough week, man. Like the worst (laughs) week imaginable. Yeah. He's got to be trolling at this point. Right. Like, hey, I bet I could have the worst take of 2022. Let me get started. But but then he had like three tweets afterwards to say something along the lines of like, this is a perfect, you know, snapshot of Matt Nagy as a terrible football coach. Like, bro, just a couple hours ago, you just said that there's an argument to keep him like what what planet are. okay? outhouse penthouse. It's time. All right. So for the last outhouse, we are going to go Sheldon, Brendan Chagru, Jack Wright, and I will finish it up. All of it. Every last drop in the outhouse. It's overflowing. <laughs> let let your bowl runneth over with poo. I'm putting it all in the outhouse. <laughs> it just, yeah. The, the, you know, all of it was bad. If I have to single out one thing, I'm going to single out the effort from Eddie Jackson and Allen Robinson today. Um, I don't know if many people saw it. I know people saw the Eddie Jackson, whatever the hell that was. Um, I think he thought the play was over, but uh, there was that interception where Andy Dalton got hit and it popped up in the air. I don't know if you saw it, but Allen Robinson had a chance to go try to break that pass up and he just gave up. He just said F this um 
terrible. Uh, if I were Matt Nagy, I honestly would have sat Allen Robinson this week. I don't know what you gain from playing him. Uh, he seemed to have checked out a while ago. Um, you know, so I put those two in my penthouse and the effort that they gave, it was just terrible. Unfortunately, Eddie Jackson needs, to, he's going to be back next year. He needs to get that fixed. Um, because that, that kind of effort's not going to cut it next year. At least Andy Jackson tackled a little, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you, Shells. It was it was rough. I really, man, you, you took everything, so I don't really know where else it can go here. I have a couple things that I'm just going to rail off quickly. And speaking of disappointing veterans, Akeem Hicks, you were in my outhouse, my friend. I love Akeem Hicks. I am. I'm not going to say it was. I am a huge fan of his. However, the report that came out this week, or actually today from Adam Johns about Akeem Hicks's issues at Hallis Hall was really, really disappointing. So after the Giants game, it was reported that Akeem Hicks had arguments with the defensive line coach, Chris Rumpf. He then had arguments with Roquan Smith. He wasn't at Hallis Hall this week at all. He didn't travel with the team. He, he literally kind of quit on the team by not even showing up. And I think for somebody who has been beloved by Bears fans for so long, deservedly so, to go out like that is really, really disappointing. Like, Allen Robinson deserves all the criticism in the world. I mean, he showed up to a game. Akeem Hicks didn't even do that. And I'm just, I'm really upset about that. So, Akeem Hicks, you were in my outhouse. I still love you, but you need to stay there for a bit. And number two, I've said this on Twitter a few times. Can we please stop having the Bears and Vikings play on the final game of the season in Minnesota? This is a game I would love to go see because the Minnesota Vikings have a world-class stadium. I would love for the Bears to have something like that in Arlington Heights. You know what? I don't want to go to Minnesota on the final week of the goddamn season when it's not only cold as hell out, but the game doesn't mean jack blank. Not jack right. Jack shit. Just I would say, just say it, Brendan. Just one more time. The Bears and Vikings have played since 2016, since U.S. Bank Stadium was open on the final week of the season every year except for 2020, and they still played in December. So please, schedule makers, do something different. Become more imaginative. I don't know. I just don't want to see that game as a meaningless game in the end of the season anymore. It's stupid. I'm with you, Ryan. I really enjoy Angry Brendan. It's one of my favorite versions of Brendan. It's the dumb. You know what? I'm getting old because it's the dumbest things that I'm complaining about. But I'm just like, it, it's Jake Bears. <laughs> what else can we get him fired up about right now? That's all yeah, I want to know. But it's you're Bears right. and Lions I mean, on Thanksgiving, and it's Bears and Vikings at the end of the season. <laughs> Done with it. You're, you're, and you're absolutely right. We, uh, Brendan and I, did a quick stop on the Irish Bears show today. Shout out to those guys. They're awesome. They had a great lineup of people on live during the game today. And I I mean, it was jokingly saying, but it's no joke, that it was as if there was an attempt to encapsulate every single reason that Matt Nagy should be fired in a single game. I mean, we could go around. Let's try it just real quick. Just name one of like the basic major flaws of the Nagy era, Ryan, Shells, Brendan, and then I'll go. Just one thing that we saw today that we always saw. Abandoning the run. Stop it. David Montgomery is awesome. Stop doing that. No halftime adjustments. None. Stupid, cute fourth down calls. 
Excellent. How about we throw it on third and seven, I don't know, three yards and put ourselves in fourth and one situations time and time again. What if we were to throw it past the sticks, even just every once in a while, and perhaps not put ourselves in that fourth and one situation? I was joking with the with the boys last week at the game. Can you imagine for just a moment if you scored points by going from sideline to the sideline or 20 to 20? If that was the case, we might be in the Super Bowl. Because sometimes I think that perhaps Matt Nagy forgot that the end zone is the goal. Because one way or the other, always this offense failed when it was needed most to come up big in big situations. The Chicago Bears were winning the game 14-3 to at halftime. They should have been up 20-3, to maybe even more than that. Then they lost 3-28. to in the second half shells, you already said it, no halftime adjustments. You know, it just reminds me of when Matt Nagy said, Hey, isn't this fun in the green Bay game? And then it got blown out in the second half Dude, just get out of here. Just please. Andy Dalton, just nicest guy, pure class individual, but God awful quarterback skipping passes, into receivers, taking sacks when you absolutely can't take a sack and hearing people talk about like, oh, well, if Andy Dalton had started all the games, this team would have gone to the playoffs. Are you out of your effing mind? Get like, no, stop it. Stop, stop. There's a couple Bears fans that I would love to call out specifically. I posted some some negative thoughts about Andy Dalton and Matt Nagy at the beginning of the season, and and they had some some choice words for me. How do you feel about that now? Not going to say any names, but I really want to. No, do it. You got receipts, <laughs> Ryan. Do it. It's the final game. Do it. I want to, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to. So yeah. So that's that's my outhouse is Andy Dalton and Matt Nagy. That's why you lost this game. Uh, just ugh, really bad. All right, boys. Let's go to the penthouse. I am a feeling that this is going to be a short penthouse, like usual. So with this one, let's go Jack Wright, Brendan Chagru, Patrick Sheldon, and I will finish it up. Lions beat Packers. How about that? That was exciting. I'm here for that. That was in the penthouse. Really fun. It's, and, and, and again, I know it's the penthouse, but I mean, I suppose you would put, you know, Darnell Mooney in there. And I will say dynamic day, really great, sure-handed receiver. I'm just at a point right now, and maybe because it's the end of the season, where I'm a bit tired of of Bears fan and the Twitter sphere trying to convince me that average to above average Bears players are excellent. How many times did that kid get in the end zone today? He didn't. We can name players, unknown players from all over the league this this week that got in the end zone, and Darnell Mooney wasn't one of them. And I know we're in the penthouse, but I'm just a little frustrated because I'm tired of mediocrity. Right, And I think that possibly Darnell Mooney could be a good supplemental receiver. He's not a one. A-Rob was never a one. I'm so anxious to see some excellent, high-tier, high-flying, athletic skill players on this team someday. Boy, Darnell Mooney is probably my only one. But you know what? I guess I'll go Angelo Blackson. He had a good game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ryan didn't like that. <laughs> Angelo Blackson had a sack. He also had a sack last last week. So he's really he really had a nice end to the season. And you know he's kind of on a cheap deal going into twenty twenty two. 
He does have an out in his contract, but he might be a good rotational piece for next year. Who knows what's going to happen with Bilal Nichols. Those two basically finished with identical stat stats uh, across the board, which is really interesting. If you told me that before the season, I wouldn't have believed you. So Angelo Blackson in the penthouse. Good for him. So I am going to shock everybody and I'm going to put Ryan Pace in my penthouse. It's a trick. And I'm going to I'm going to stash cocaine there and I'm going to send over some ladies in the night and then I'm going to call the police and I'm going to make sure he gets arrested and thrown in jail and can never step foot in house hall again. Okay, now I'm going to do a real penthouse. It's a trap. Uh, <laughs> so I, 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 cr- I crush some guys for their effort uh, and I'm going to I'm going to um, praise some guys for their effort. And I've said it before, but David Montgomery and Roquan Smith and maybe Justin Fields should be your captains next year. That's it. Um, I don't know what the fight was about between or the argument was about between Akeem Hicks and and Roquan Smith. But um, I know that Roquan Smith plays with a tremendous amount of passion, a tremendous amount of fire. I know these games, every one of them, every snap means a great deal to him, even in a meaningless game. And I love to see that. And so kudos to you, kudos to kudos to Darnell Mooney, who is saying the right things and is ready to get to work tomorrow with Justin Fields. Uh, hopefully the COVID thing is passed and we're not going to we're not going to get Darnell Mooney sick. But I like the enthusiasm. Um, so I'm going to give uh, I'm going to put those those three in my outhouse. I want to interject one thing that you said about being captains next year, because I think it's it's warranted. Do you guys see Kevin Fishbane's? tweet today about the amount of captains how many okay so he so he listed out who was captain the most and like basically said oh this person was a captain once twice whatever guess who was a captain five times this year jermaine effetti <laughs> no he it was, he was once i'll give you a couple guesses but we'll move patrick on scales no <laughs> it's a really random name i don't know if you guys are going to get it that's why i picked i picked Patrick Scales. Yeah, it's a good that's a, yeah, that's a good guess. I, I guess for Horstead. No, that dude never even saw the field. All he does is catch touchdowns, but Pat let's O'Donnell. keep on the sidelines. Pat no. Offense or defense? Defense slash special te- special teams. Yeah, we give up, Brendan. Deion Bush. Us. Christian Jones. <laughs> okay. Five times. Okay. Christian Jones is the heartbeat of this team, gentlemen. <laughs> it's time you start recognizing that. How could I have missed that all year? <laughs> my my penthouse is going. Uh, I've got an honorable mention to Logan Bradley, who has we we've talked about it many times. is is taking some time, uh, but he accurately predicted the Bears' record. When you go back and listen to the podcast right before the start of the season, we all had our predictions, and Logan sent me a text that said Bears six and eleven, and I said, "What is this guy crazy?" So bravo to you, uh, Logan. I give you a round of applause. Um, and my penthouse goes to Matt Nagy for losing this game in miserable fashion to make sure that there was no shadow of a doubt that you should be fired and that you need to leave Chicago immediately. So thanks, Matt. Thanks for that one. Appreciate it greatly. All right, boys. We've got a huge mungus podcast coming up. I am thrilled about this. Brennan, instead of me telling people about it, why don't you kind of break it down for us? This, this coaches podcast that's coming up here. All right. Sounds good. So we had this idea a week or so ago with all the coaching candidates that everybody's thrown out there and we were going to talk about them, but we're like, Hey, let's have a draft and let's pick our favorite 
and most realistic guys that we think, because, you know, you can't reach for like Bill Belichick or anything, but let's have a snake draft and pick our favorite coaching candidates that are rumored and just kind of see what everybody thinks, see what happens, see if uh, who's, who's got the guy that's that the bears are likely going to get assuming Matt Nagy spired. Of course, watch, we do this whole exercise. Nobody gets picked. <laughs> that, that would be just fantastic, but that's true. Bears fashion. It, it would be. Yeah. But I, I'm really looking forward to it. This should be, uh, this should have a lot of debate, a lot of basically just, you know, shit talking, essentially like people's picks getting taken. Uh, it's all going to be random. I purposely, so when Jack and I were on the Irish Bears show, they were trying to get us to say like, oh, who's your favorite coaching candidate? I was like, I'm not going to say, I don't want to tip anything of any strategy. (laughs) I want to let everybody hear who my, like what my thoughts are and who I'm picking and same with Ryan and Jack. Ryan's, Ryan's got notes. Jack put together like a Google doc. I've been looking things. Shells, I'm sure he's been doing stuff while sitting on the toilet. Maybe I'm not sure. Yeah, I've, I've got a strategy. I hope it's within the rules, but I got a strategy. Oh no. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so this, this will be coming basically on the heels of uh, this post game podcast. And I'm, I'm super excited about it. I love doing snake. It's basically a coaching fantasy drafts. If you want to boil it down to it. By the time you're listening to this podcast, Matt Nagy probably has been released, uh, been fired at that point. But as we're recording it, it is not yet official. Um, and so we're going to kind of hopefully send that that coach's podcast after it's official. But maybe it'll be before just because we can't wait to get it out to all of you. All right, boys. It is an abbreviated podcast. We Jack has a really good question, but we're going to save that for next week when we do our end of season awards, which we're really looking forward to. I don't know about you boys, but I'm definitely looking forward to that one. And Jack has a good question for us, but it is time to get out of here after we give shout outs. This is going to be just a little bit different. We have some regular weekly shout outs, but we've also got some end of season shout outs for some of our listeners who have just gone above and beyond for, for listening, supporting, interacting, and doing all those amazing things all season long. So for shout outs, we're going to go Brendan, Patrick, Jack Wright, and I will finish it up. Before I get to my season shout outs, I want to give a quick shout out to Fred Hubner of ESPN 1000. Fred has been just a, a radio staple in Chicago sports for the last God knows how many years, I think 30, 40 years. And he retired this weekend from ESPN 1000. Uh, I love listening to Fred and I just wanted to say thank you. Best wishes in retirement and uh, just going to miss hearing him on the radio. So shout out to Fred Hubner. Uh, in terms of my season shout outs, I first want to start with a guy who has been a huge loyal listener of ours. He's communicated with me in the past and he's really been a big supporter of, of mine as I've gotten to know him through the podcast. It's Chad Beasley. So I uh, just want to say thank you to Chad for uh, listening, for engaging with us. Um, it's it's truly awesome. I mean, I know you guys are going to get into it, but like we've really established like a strong community of people that listen to us, that engage with us with different bears thoughts and just continue to support us week in and week out. And Chad is absolutely one of those guys. So I, I want to say thank you so much to Chad. Another guy, Ryan Badgley, badge of honor. Love that dude so much. Have the chance to, go, to talk with him a few times. I think 
both on your podcast, Ryan, or I shouldn't say yours. It was yours before I joined <laughs> in the spring, but um, it's your podcast now too, Brent. And you even, you hosted a couple episodes yourself. So this is very much your podcast. Oh, thank you. But it, it was in the time it was still yours and Jack's and everything. So, but shout out to badge. He's such a good dude. I mean, like one of the best dudes on Twitter and I've really gotten to enjoy getting to know him this past year. And then, my guy, Anthony bears cork. I cannot tell you how many times this guy just tweets me about Daz Newsome. Cause he thinks I'm like a Daz Newsome <laughs> hater. I just like pushing his buttons, but uh, Ant is uh, such a nice dude. Such, such a nice dude. He, he, I remember on my wedding reception, um, I think it was the, the rehearsal dinner or something. I was tweeting about the bears getting Tevin Jenkins and he just sent me a really nice message and essentially said, Hey, stay off Twitter, man. Enjoy your wedding. But uh, to have him reach out, continue continually to reach out throughout the season and just be one of the best dudes on the Irish bear show uh, means a lot. So shout out to Ant. I, l- I love engaging w- with all these dudes and all these people. So, and I know you guys are going to get into uh, more as well. Brennan, that's a great list, man. Great list. So I want to start off uh, and thank all my followers on Twitter uh, for interacting with me over the course of the season, for following my work on um, Fansided. And uh, I've enjoyed all of our interactions, even even the ones that get contentious at times. Uh, know that I, I love you all and uh, it's nothing but love and respect. Um, but I want to shout out a few um, specific followers uh, first, Scott Swartz. Uh, he's been a, a tremendous supporter of our podcast. I love our interactions. He's always got really insightful comments. And uh, I really enjoyed, um, can I say the, the story? I really enjoyed the story he shared. Um, as with long us. as you don't give out details, but yeah. it was a very good story. Yeah, I, I won't give out details, but uh, really enjoyed that. I thought that was great. I got a, I got a good laugh out of that. Uh, I also want to shout out Jeremy Retz. Uh, we talked, I think, in the last couple of pods about, um, you know, f- folks from other fan bases and Jeremy's a Packers fan and I won't hold that against him. But in all honesty, he's a great dude. He is one of the, one of the few Packers followers uh, or Packers fans that I can follow and interact with. Um, he's always respectful. He's funny. Uh, he's polite. He's self-deprecating, um, which I am as well at times. So. Uh, I really appreciate that. And uh, I know he's he posted some stuff on Twitter. He's going through some things with his dad health wise. So just want to let you know, praying for you. Hope all that works out and and hoping for the best um, for you and your dad. And then, um, Ed, I'm, I hope I'm not butchering your name, but I, I I've uh, I think it's Yakaki. Uh, he's at stage four Thriver. Uh, if you don't know, Ed, tremendous spirit, uh, tremendous optimism and attitude, Ed has been through three different primary cancer diagnoses. He's had 32 rounds of chemo, 61 radiation treatments, uh, and a double hip replacement. And every time you interact with that, he's as positive as can be, um, you know, even though he's been through all that. And so I appreciate his enthusiasm and and his tremendous disposition. So shout out to Ed. Uh, I know this season didn't end the way we all wanted it to, but we got next year to look forward to. uh, And thank you for all the interactions on Twitter. Man, that's also a great list. Let's go, J-Dubs. Quickly, I'd like to shout out my son, Connor, who all year long has been 
of my three kids, of course, I love them all, but Connor's been a huge BDR fan. He really follows us and listens and likes to chat with me about it, so it's pretty cool. Shout out to the Vikings for the tribute that they paid to Jeff Dickerson today. Incredibly classy, uh, so that was really nice of what they nice of them to do what they did. Uh, shout out to the Mullet King. We have just, I mean, you guys already hit upon it like very well. We've had like this core group of listeners that have been so supportive of us. And he's, I mean, he's funny and he's spot on with his takes. And we have really enjoyed uh, interacting with you uh, this entire season. Mullet King, he's at uh, King underscore Mullet. And then that Montreal, that Montreal girl hasn't been another one who is a uh, just a staple of BDR fandom and the podcast itself. Very cool story that she submitted as well, which you'll perhaps hear in the future. Uh, she's at that MT girl on Twitter. And so shout out to both of those followers of BDR. We appreciate you greatly. Man, just some awesome people. And I'm not going to do doubles, uh, even though we could. Some of those people just we, we want all of you to know that you are so appreciated uh, for listening and interacting. Staying on Twitter, Andrew Davies from Melbourne, Australia. That guy also submitted his story. You may be hearing it at some point, but just any of our Australian fans, man, you just got to understand that the time zones of the way things work out and to be a diehard Bears fan and some awesome interactions with that guy. So, Andrew, huge, huge shout out to you. And then two that are uh, kind of on Twitter, off Twitter. Uh, so John Piltaver, who uh, got a shout out last week for buying us a round of beers, but also for the birth of his first son, first kid, Wesley. Uh, so congrats again to Pill, to you and your wife, Cassie. Thrilled for you both, but Pill has been with us from the very beginning. I mean, episode one and just, uh, just Pill, we can't tell you how much we appreciate that. And then a good friend of mine, Levi White, who's listening from way down South in Tennessee um, and uh, listens to every single episode, takes him a little bit longer to get through some of them, but, but doing it. Um, and he sends me text messages every once in a while uh, about the episodes. And I appreciate that very, very much. We want to thank all of our listeners for this season. We have had an absolute blast. I know that I'm speaking for all four of us. It has just been so much fun to interact with all of you. Getting some of those stories that we've gotten from, from some of our listeners has just been so much fun and we have enjoyed it thoroughly and we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. So we want to just say thank you so much to all of you for just one more time. And then I've got to give a quick shout out to Brennan Shagru, Patrick Sheldon and Jack Wright. Uh, we just have an absolute blast and I love seeing these guys on a weekly basis. Now, as the off season comes on, we are not going to be recording together as often, but we have have kind of resigned ourselves to to giving you guys some episodes. We, we can't say how many or with what kind of regularity, but all I know is that I am already looking forward to next season with these guys and uh, laughing with them a lot. And I, I couldn't ask for a better group of co-hosts. Uh, so to you boys, much love to all of you guys. Uh, truly, truly appreciate working with all of you. If you have liked what you've heard, please hit subscribe. If you've really liked what you've heard, you can hit us with a five-star review because that really helps to widen our audience. But if you've loved it, anything from this season that you have loved, you can buy us a round of beers. You can go to beardownreport.com, head to the podcast section, click on any one of the episodes, and there is a donate button. You can donate. If you do donate and buy us a round of beers, please let us know because we want to shout you out on this podcast. 
For Brendan Chigrew, Patrick Sheldon, Jack Wright, I am Ryan Dangle. Folks, thank you so very much for a bad season of Bears football, but a wonderful season of podcasting. And we appreciate all of you so very much. And as always, bear down. <laughs>